number one. This is a sicha that's discussing the taina of the Benoist Slavchad, that they, the story was that they were the only inheritors for their father Slavchad who uh, died, um, and they, he had no sons. So the question was, were the daughters of Slavchad able to receive the inheritance uh, in their place? So that's what they came to Moshe asking, saying, there's no sons for Slavchad for our father, can we get the portion instead? And Moshe Rabbeinu did not know the Psak did. So Allah Pasik Biakriv Moishis Mishpatam Shabanais Khatvad Fnehashem. Matik Rashia Tabis Biakriv Moishis Mishpatam Farsh. So on this Pasik that the that Moisha, after he heard the the story of the daughters of Slavchat, he took this Mishpat and came in front of Hashem. So Rashi uh, writes the words of Yakriv Moishis Mishpatam and he explains, meaning is the question is, why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu know the Halacha? They came to him. They're asking, what would be the lach if there's no sons, do the daughters get the portion? But he didn't know. Why not? Uh, so he's in the farish. This alma halacha The halacha was hidden from him. He says, this was a, why, why was the halacha hidden? He knew the halacha, Hashem told it to him, but he forgot it. Why? So Rashi tells us it was a punishment. Because we're going to learn later on in Devarim that... Um, that Moshe Rabbeinu said, which means anything which is too difficult for the judges, you should come bring it to me. And this is really something he said already earlier in Parsha Sisra when they initially started and set up the, uh, the, 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 the courts of law. And that he tells them also over there that, that something which is too difficult for you, you should bring to me. So since he was taking this crown for himself, saying that he's the one who will be able to answer something which is difficult, Therefore, as a punishment of the Midah Kneged Midah, he, the halacha was hidden from him. What, what exactly was the problem that he was saying that whatever is difficult, I will, uh, you know, bring it to me. So someone say it was an Indian of Gaiva. Others want to just say that it was, he's comparing himself to Hashem. Meaning because Hashem is the one that gives the judgments. So he's saying something which is hard, you should bring it to me. It was in a sense almost taking the, the place of Hashem. That's what the Sifsei Chum wants to say. Therefore, Hashem was showing that, no, you're not the ultimate source. Rather, um, everything ultimately comes from Hashem. A second shot, and I'm going to explain to how Rav Meforshim explained it at this, uh, at this point, is that this is a totally different answer. That really, Moshe Rabbeinu was never taught the halacha. He didn't forget it. He never knew it. I, why wouldn't Hashem taught him such an important halacha? It's because... The Bnei Slavchad was zeicha because of their love for Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, they were they were zeicha that the halacha should be written through them. So the Chayyurah Kavanasa Lahazmer had Tmiya. So Rashi's Kavana is to explain a Tmiya question. Ich yitachin shpasayif harbaim shana Moshe layada din ikri kaseder nachalis mishpatim shal Bnei Slavchad. How could it be that after forty years Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't know such a fundamental law like the halachas of inheritance, which that was the case? of the daughters of Salafchad. So therefore, he's Miyash Zeb Beisafan. He gives two answers. He says, for sure he knew it. It's such an important law. Of course, he was taught it. He knew, knew, uh, he, and he knew it. But he got punished, and the law was hidden from him. Or The second answer is that Taka, should have been uh, written because of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu should have taught it. But the Bnei Salafchad had a schus, and therefore it was written because of that. So, Sarach Lahavu. 
First of all, Aleph, Haloy Metzina Kamen Pamen Betayra, Gam Lepnei Parchezush, Nestapik Moshe Benagel, Alachim Siyamas, Varashi Lepi Pirshmahem, Shinas Am Halachamen. He says, many times in the Torah, even before this Parsha, Moshe had a sophic about what the halacha is, and Rashi doesn't give any shot, like, oh, why didn't he know the halacha? Why was it hidden from him? For example, he gives him the Ha'ara. If you look at Ara 3, we have the halacha of the Megadik, the one who cursed Hashem. We have the uh, Pesach Sheni, when the Yidin came, Lama Nagar, why can't we bring the Pesach? Moshe didn't know the answer. The Mekoshis, the one who gathered the wood on Shabbos, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu also didn't know what punishment, what type of Misa he was supposed to get. So we see many times already in Taira, that Moshe did not know the Allah, I needed to ask Hashem. But, and Rashi doesn't have an issue. Oh, how can he not know such a fundamental din as what the punishment is for Michal Shabbat? So what, what's the punishment for cursing Hashem? Why? He, Rashi didn't have any issues there, and Rashi didn't feel that he needed to explain anything. So why over here does he need to explain something? He says, what's the reasoning? Because Rashi understands that it's very possible that Moshe Rabbeinu did not learn or hear the Salachayah from Hashem. Therefore, there's no, why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu know? That's not a question. He didn't learn it yet. All He knew how the Lachs of Shabbos, you're not allowed to be Mekayshu Satsim, but he didn't know what the punishment is until Hashem taught him. Hashem taught him at that point. So what's Mechriach Rashi over here to say that he knew the halacha and it was hidden from him according to the, this is again as the first interpretation of Rashi, just say that he didn't know the halacha. He knew the general halachas of Nachalais, uh, but the one regarding that of someone who doesn't, doesn't have any sons and he only had daughters, that halacha wasn't taught to him yet. Why, why is that, um, you know, why is that a stronger question as why wasn't he taught the halacha of Makoshis Eitzim? He wasn't taught the lacha makoshes eitzim. He wasn't taught the lacha of what uh, of by the bnei slavcha until Hashem told it to him. So what's what's Rashi's issue? And pays the pirush of beis gam kasha al derechanal. The second interpretation Rashi gave was that it really should have been written by Moshe, but they had a schus. So we have a very similar question. He says the chayyur kavanis Rashi b'masha kasev ruuya hisa parshizu leikasev. What Rashi L'chair is trying to say is that it should have been written this parsha by Moshe, means that Moshe Rabbeinu was never taught this halacha. He wasn't taught, taught this parsha, and then he's mefarsha tam lemer lemer. So I so why taka wasn't he taught uh, this parsha? Shazachu b'nai slafat because the b'nai slafat had a schus. So v'kasha lama dafka kan mefarsh Rashi atam shal nemer leyadayin loy v'parsha kedem sanal. So the question is why dafka over here? Does Rashi explain the reasoning? That it wasn't said to him, um, was, why wasn't the parsha B'nai Sofchat said to him? And, but he doesn't say that by the, all the other parshas. Meaning is it's like a maman of Shachtai Pashayim. If you're going to say that you have to explain when Moshe Rabbeinu has a Sofchat, doesn't know what the halacha is, or Hashem didn't teach him what the halacha is, that he has to go ask Hashem. And the question is, why doesn't he have to ask, have to ask Hashem? He should have known it already. Then you should really be explaining this issue by every single time that Moshe Rabbein had a Sophic. Why doesn't he know the Lacha by Mekoshish uh, Eitzim? Why didn't he know the Lacha by the Megadif? But Rashi does not do that because it seems like it's very understood that Hashem taught him Halachas over the 40 years that they were in the desert. So why over here does Rashi feel he needs to give a reasoning why uh, Hashem did not teach him this Halacha? Gimel. Rashi 
says, if the Kvanah of Rashi is just to explain why Moshe Rabbeinu did not know this halacha, he should have only quoted the words Vayakriv Moshe Vagoymer. Meaning, as we know the rule of Rashi, when he has the Divra Maskal, the words that he quotes in the Divra Maskal is what the Pirish is based on. And the question is in those words. But Lachayr, for saying the question is, why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu know this halacha and why did he have to go approach Hashem? He should have just wrote, the, it's, it wasn't on any particular word, it's on the general Indian. So just write the beginning of the Pasuk, Yaakov Moshe Vagayimer. And we know that's on this general idea in this Pasuk. It's really on the whole Pasuk. Um, and, and, ask the, and, and the question would be, why, why didn't Hashem teach him this halacha? But Rashi doesn't do that. Rather, what does Rashi do? He says, he says exactly which words he wants. He says, Ve'yakriv Moishes Mishpata. So he's putting in, he doesn't say Ve'goyimah, which means the Pasuk in general. Rather, he also puts in the word Es Mishpata. So he's trying to say, it's not on the general Pasuk, because he doesn't put in Lefnei Hashem, he doesn't put in Ve'goyimah. It's only on the words, Ve'yakriv Moishes Mishpata. So, what, so, so therefore, it's, it's a Shaila Al-Chayrud Arpshat, which is on the general Pasuk, doesn't fit with Rashi, that he's saying the question's only on these words. Dalit. Um, he says, in Parshas Baalescha, when you get to the halas of Pesach Sheni, which is very similar to the Pirish that he gives over here, that um, that Rashi says that really this Parsha should have been said through Maisha Rabbeinu, but these individuals were zoicher that the Parsha should be said through them. So it's a similar idea that Rashi feels he has to give an explanation why Moshe Rabbeinu did not know the halacha. And he gives a similar answer. But there's one key difference. Why does Rashi change the lashon? In Parshas Baha'u'llah, he uses the word Omer, While over here, he uses the lashon Kasef. It seems like a very strong deacon. Especially if you look at our ten that the, the Aratan brings, then the Sifri, Aratan the Sifri, Isa Bebez Mekayimus Lashen Amira, Ubeshaz Isa Lashen Ksiba. He's quoting from two different sources. In the Sifri, it uses the Lashen of Amira in two places, and in Shaz, it uses the Lashen uh, of Ksiva. Benigei Lakan Ubemekayishas. Barashi Beichir Belashoyne Shal Sifri Bepesach Sheni, Belashoyne Shal Shaz Khan, and Rashi's choosing the Lashen of the Sifri by Pesach Sheni, and the Lashen of the Shaz of here. So he's literally... He's not even following one of the sources, he's splitting it up, so it's obviously very meduyik that he's changing the words. Question 8. Yudua. Shakasher Rashi Mefarish Beis Purushim Binyan Echad. Harizet Mipnei. Shakol Echmehem Levadei Eimboi Kedeli Yashiv HaKosiv Lepishutei B'chala Pratim. Umashi Yish Lahakshis Lepirsha Echad Eim Lahakshis Lepirsha Sheni. So when Rashi gives two explanations, it's because each one of these explanations has the question. And therefore, the questions are on the first shot. The second one answers them. And the questions on the second shot, the first, que- the first explanation would have answered. I Meaning is, each one has a myla uh, that it answers the, the problems on the prior shot. Therefore, he brings both. So in a sense, you're taking care of all the issues by bringing uh, 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 both Purushan. So, And we know also that the first shot Rashi brings is more Kar Lepshut And therefore, he brings it first. So the Shaila is, what are the issues? What are the questions in both of these Purushim the Rashi feels and is needed that he needs to bring both of these Pshatim? So the Shad is a Zoy. So this, uh, the answer the Rebbe is going to give is that Rashi was bothered with the Lashen, the wording of the Pasuk. You know how Meduyik 
that the, the words are in the Torah. So even when you have two words that seem very similar to each other, but the Torah decides to use one and not the other, um, it's because that word has obviously a different meaning and a different connotation, and it's, it's very exact. So let's see inside. It says, He says, The etzim ingin that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know halacha, that's not a question at all. So he doesn't like that whole way of trying to explain why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu know the halacha, and it must have been a punishment. No, no, no. This that Moshe Rabbeinu did not know halacha, that is not a question at all, because there's many halachas that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know, and even after this week's parasha, we're going to see additional dinim that he didn't know, which were taught him afterwards. So that's not a problem, Rashi wouldn't have been bothered with it. The issue of Rashi has is he, he the lashon of the pasuk. Why does it say the word "vayakar Moshe is mishpatam"? The usual word that it uses in these types of scenarios is "davar," so it should have said "vayakar Moshe is a davar." This is the lashon haragel, as we've seen in, in the previous parshas. Even Rashi brings it from parsh, from from the bar. Not the davar, the item which is too difficult for you, you should bring it. And if you look at Ha'ara 12, he brings other places. In Yisroi, uh, that's where the first time the union of a Mishvat is taught, where again, Moshe says, and we have other places in Mishvatim, it's always referred to as the idea of Dover. Uh, you, you come to the judges, you come with a Dover. So we see that whenever people are coming to a judge to, get, to, to discuss something, that court case is always called a Dover. Ha'dover, the item, the union. Uh, so why over here does the Pasuk use Mishpatim? And that's really the issue that Rashi has. Torah is not using the usual expression that it does. And why is that so important? He says, I have fish ben davar, ben The Mishpat, davar, kolol, inyan hamadubar, hatanyus ve'ashak, v'tayr v'chulum. He says, davar means the whole story. The questions, the answers, the tainus, everything that's relevant to the case. So davar means like kind of like the case and all the different uh, parts of it. Well, mishpat means the psak din, the, the beer, the clarification of the final halacha, which is in the Indian. I look at R13, that they bring many proofs for this idea that mishpat means the psak din, the beer halacha, not the whole story, just, you know, the final idea. So since the question that Moshe Rabbeinu was asking Hashem is that he doesn't know what the halacha is, therefore the lashon that the Pasuk is using doesn't really make so much sense. What does it mean that Moshe brought the psak din to Hashem? He doesn't know the psak din, so how do you bring the psak din to Hashem? It's the whole point that he doesn't know what the halacha is. So you should have used the Lashon Dover, not, oh, I'm, I'm bringing the Psaq to, to Hashem, is that he already knew the answer, while the whole purpose of him going to Hashem is that he didn't know what the Psaq was. So the Lashon does not make sense, and that's what's bothering Rashi. How does the word Mishpat fit uh, in this Pasuk? Therefore Rashi explains, that Moshe Rabbeinu did know the halacha, and therefore the expression mishpat fits well, because it's stressing that what is my, that we're talking about over here, 
We're talking about a psak din, that clear psak din, which was known to Rabbi Shervein. And nonetheless, he needed to be makriv, this mishpat Hashem, because at this moment the halacha was hidden from him. It's the Pasik saying that this mishpat was in his hand and it became hidden, and then he was makriv it in front of Hashem. I mean, in other words, it's basically he's coming to Hashem and saying, what's the halacha in, in what's the psak din in this case? Meaning is, I remember the psak din, but I, I just, I, I forgot it. Could you remind me what the psak din is? Say, trying to say, in other words, is that Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't going to Hashem and saying, Hashem, tell me, you know, I, 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 maybe it could be the psak din could be like this, and there's this shakabatayra and this taina, and this is the whole scenario. Moshe Rabbeinu is not coming to Hashem with the entire case because he already knows the halacha. He already knows the Pesach is. So all what he's really doing is, he's coming to Hashem and says, Hashem, please remind me what the final Pesach is. So that's why he uses the Lashen Mishpat. Because, again, he knows everything that has to do with it. It was just that he forgot it. So therefore, he's coming to Hashem only for one Indian. He just wants the, the Mishpat. And that's, being, that, that's the Hacher Farash to explain uh, that... Uh, that, that it must have been that it was forgotten from Because if you never learned it, it would have been Hadavar. You would have had to brought like the whole case and tried to, you know, the, the Chakvatariya and tried to come to, up to and figure out what the Psaktin is and the reasons, uh, you know, for, for either way. But he doesn't do that. So that we're answering question three. Is that why... What, what, what the words that Rashi quoted is the um, Yaakov Moshe. So, Esmishpatim. So the question is, why did it just say Gugamer? So the answer is because Rashi is trying to explain these words specifically. The words that he's trying to explain is, is the Yaakov Moshe Esmishpatim. That he wants to explain why is the word Mishpatim used, right? And he also, once he explains what the word Mishpatim is used, what's the Pshat? That it was it's connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. That Moshe Rabbeinu knew the Mishpah and he forgot it, and therefore he's just asking Hashem what the final Mishpah is again. So therefore, the words that Rashi is bringing is very meduik, because it's Shaykh, because it's Shaykh, What Moshe, he's trying to explain what Moshe is asking exactly Hashem. What was Moshe Rabbeinu asking? It was Vayakir Moshe's Mishpatim. The question is, how could such a thing be? How could Moshe Rabbeinu have forgotten halacha, come hidden from him? He's the rabbi of Shalkal Yisrael, he's the one who has Malkabal Tayyim Sinai, Rashi, Therefore, Rashi says this was, it was a punishment. Therefore, Rashi says it was a Mida Kanega Mida. Since Moshe Rabbeinu took the crown, saying whatever is hard, Bring to me. Therefore, it was hidden from him in halacha to show that you're not the one that knows of halacha. So the thing that he uh, sinned about, that there's something which is too hard, you're going to have to come to Hashem, uh, come to Moshe Rabbeinu. So that idea, same thing, there's going to be something that Moshe Rabbeinu would not know, and he'd have to come to Hashem. Allah. So that's the first shot. Okay, so that answered question one, right? Why was Rashi Mukhrach to explain why the halacha was hidden from him? So the answer why it was hidden is because it uses the word, the Lashon of a Mishpat. And it also answers question three. So we still have 
uh, question two, four, and five to get to. So let's continue. So the question is, Moshe saying was in the first year after you left the Tzitz Mitzrayim. That was basically right after Matan So, and the time of B'nai Slavchad was 40 years later. So how could it be that Hashem waited 39 years and didn't cause something to happen that would be misakin this chasar that was in Moshe Rabbeinu? It needs to be fixed. And he waits 39 years to fix this Indian of Moshe. And the Yidin, especially, says the Yidin will make a mistake and think that what Moshe did was the right thing. When Moshe says, whatever is hard, come to me, that was the right thing that he did, because uh, they heard it from Moshe Rabbeinu. So for 39 years, they're going to have a mistaken notion that what Moshe Rabbeinu said was the correct thing that you're supposed to be doing. What, 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 that, that, that's a very strong question. So this is the question, this is answering question five. Why does Rashi have to bring two? So the problem with the first shot is that why would Hashem have waited 39 years uh, to help Moshe being fix uh, something that he did wrong? Especially since the Yidin who are watching Moshe will think that he, what he did was right and they learn from it. Therefore Rashi gives another shot that it should have been written by Moshe Rabbeinu. Meaning, the Rebbe's changing it now. Meaning is, it's another shot why the halacha was hidden from him. Meaning as we initially said, this is a totally different shot, that Moshe Rabbeinu was never taught this halacha at all. And it's, the question is, why wasn't he taught this halacha? Because we wanted to give this, and we answered because we wanted to give this chus b'noyislavchad. But now what the Rebbe is going to explain in Rashi is that they're both really part of the, it's answering one question, why was this halacha hidden from Moshe Rabbeinu? So one answer is it was a punishment. The second answer wasn't a punishment. No, nothing to do with that. The reason why he forgot it, because Hashem wanted the B'nai Slavka to have the Swiss that it should be written through that. As the Rebbe explains, He says, it's not that Rashi's retracting from his initial shot that he said that the halacha was hidden from him. Because A, that's not a question. Um, that would not have been an issue. That that uh, and also as we said from the lashon of mishpat, it's muchach that it has to be uh, that that uh, that that it was hidden from him. Remember, because if he never learned halacha, it should have used the word davar. But since it uses the word mishpat, it's clear that he knew the he knew the whole all the surrounding details, but he forgot what the psak din was, and that's what he's going to ask Hashem to remind him uh, of what it was. Therefore, explains that it wasn't a punishment. Rather, it should have been taka written through Moshe Beno, but the Bnei Slav had a schus. Therefore, it was written through them. So Rashi writes the expression of Why? He says, according to both Purushim, it's the, the Rashi was very medayik to say the word Nichtava. Mashenke by Pesach Sheni, where he says Amira. 
because by Pesach Sheni Taka, the initial Amir was said because they had the question, Lama Ligara. But over here, Moshe Rabbeinu, the mirror wasn't said because of B'nai Slav, but rather it was told to him already prior. And then, but then he forgot it. So the mirror wasn't said because of them, because they read, he, the mirror was already said to Moshe Rabbeinu. Rather, what happened was, after the mirror happened, Moshe Rabbeinu forgot it, and because of either a punishment or because B'nai Slav had a schus. And then the B'nai Slav came and asked the question, and therefore because of them, they had the schus, that's how it was written in the Torah. So when it was written, it was written because of the court, the case that um, came because of the B'nai Slav but the actual Amira wasn't said because of them, because it actually was said earlier. He says, the question is, because of the schus of the nice lach, when Moshe Rabbeinu should lose that the lach should be hidden from him, if they were saying is that it was Ruya, that it should have been written by Moshe Rabbeinu, why did he lose that schus? Just because when the nice had a schus, then Moshe Rabbeinu shouldn't get the schus. It seems unfair. I mean, Shem is... Uh, an ultimate level of tzedek, he could have figured out a way that neither Moshe Rabbeinu or the Menei Slavchot uh, lost uh, anything. So why would Moshe Rabbeinu have uh, lost something because of the schus of Menei Slavchot? Lachem, maybe Rashi, Pirusha Harishin, Vizemazu, his tayfzik ikr, shenas almenu alochum mipnei, shenifra al shenatal tar Therefore, this is the reason why Rashi brings the first pshat. The first pshat is that it was a punishment. And therefore, it makes sense. Ah, since it was a punishment, so he lost it. And the B'nai Slav got it because they had a schus, whatever, or even without a schus, they got it because Moshe Rabbeinu had a punishment. And, but then, but, uh, and then as the second one, he brings only that it wasn't Taka punishment, and it was only because of the schus of B'nai Slav So the first one is Taka the Ikara. But look at R23, where he tells you to go to R21. It says, Rashi, Sisa Vav. So Rashi over there is, is on the Pasuka, on the Yud Gimel Midas, Hashem Hashem So, Rashi explains what is the idea of Erech HaPayim. The Pshat is that Hashem is low, slow to anger. gives time for people to be able to do tshuva. So Hashem takes a long time for them to do tshuva. So L'chaira, we can say the reason why Hashem did not misakin um, Moshe Rabbeinu, or give him a punishment, or misakin whatever, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu's issue right away, is because he was waiting for Moshe Rabbeinu to fix it on his own. So why can't we give that Pshat, answer that for the first Purish? The reasoning is because since the Yidu would make a mistake that, and think that Moshe Rabbeinu did the thing, same right thing, he needs to be punished right away so they know, oh, what he said was wrong. Waiting 39 years, that means for 39 years they're, they're going to think that he did the right thing. But nonetheless, we could give a doichek and say that the reasoning why Hashem waited was in order to give Moshe Rabbeinu the possibility to do tshuva. Therefore, we even have a little bit of an answer. Why would Hashem waited 39 years? Why wouldn't he fix up the issue that Moshe Rabbeinu had, especially since he didn't would make a mistake? So we have a ksas tirat, a doichek tirat, is because Hashem wanted to give Moshe Rabbeinu the possibility to do tshuva. So therefore, that's the, the main pshat. So therefore, it's not much main because even the question that we had is not so strong. And this, of course, answers question two, four and five. Question two is, why does Rashi feel that he has to explain the reasoning why, the, um, why this parsha wasn't said through my Shurbeinu? Um, so that's not a question at all, because we're not saying the reasoning why it was said, um, it was said to Moshe, uh, uh, so it said to B'nai Slavka, not to them. 
because we never we never had this issue before. That we, why was the Bnei Slavka Zeicha and, and not Moshe Rabbeinu for the Torah? Because so, that's not really the issue. Because what we're saying is that Moshe Rabbeinu Taka didn't know the Halacha. It was Nisalem. It was hidden from him. The real question that Rashi's having is why was Moshe Rabbeinu Nisalem this Halacha from him? And that's Taka a strong question. Moshe is the Rabbim Shakal Yisrael, as we said. And why would he forget something that Hashem taught him? So there must be a reasoning. But him not knowing the initial reasoning, and it was top, uh, not knowing the parsha or not knowing the lacha, that taka wouldn't have been a shaila. Question four was, why does it say li amr, uh, li kasev, while earlier on it says, in, in uh, parsha ba'al it says amr. So we explained. Parsha ba'al it was by the Pesach Sheni, it was taka, the initial amir was said because of the time of Namanigara. While over here, the initial mirror was said earlier, earlier, it was just that Moshe Rabbeinu forgot it. And because the Menei Salafah came to ask, therefore it was Nichtava, it was written because of them. And the fifth question is, why do we need base Purushim? And the answer is, because each one has an issue. The first shot has the issue is, why would Hashem waited 39 years to Masak in something that Moshe Rabbeinu did wrong? And the problem with the second question is, second Purush is, um, why would the schus of the Neif Slavkot make Moshe Rabbeinu lose out and the, having, to have the halacha and Indian of Torah hidden from him? Says this idea of Nisam Allah was said another time in the Torah. That was by end of Parshas Bolak when you get to Maisa Zimri. We just learned it. Right? That... Um, when Zimri was having the, the, the story with the, the daughter of the uh, Surah Bas Khazbi, no one remembered the halacha until Pinchas came and remembered the halacha that Kanayim Paiganbai. So over there also used the halacha of Nisalma halacha Memen. Why dafka by these two cases? So if you look at R24, the Rebbe actually says that we're a Pierce Rashi in Matis, where Rashi gives other cases where Moshe Rabbeinu forgot the halacha. Like for example, by, um, when. Um, by, 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 the, by the eighth day of the Maluyim, when they're setting up the Mishkan on the eighth day, the uh, children, two, the, the two oldest children of, of Aaron passed away. And therefore, Aaron and his children did not eat some of the Karbanas, um, the ones that were for future generations. So the Shiloh was why, so Moshe Rabbeinu was very upset at them. He says, why didn't you eat the uh, Karbanas? So they give, a, they give an answer, look over there for the whole story, I'm not going to go through it. So Rashi, so, so, so he also forgot the Lacha there. But over there, it's not an issue. He says, because over there, it's understood the reason. He says, Moshe got angry. And as Rashi explains, he got angry, you make a mistake. And look at Parshas Matitz, he gives other examples that the other times that there was an union of that he didn't know what the Lacha was, it was always because of Kas. But these two times of Zimri, and also with Moshe Lacha, there was no union of Kas. So why would, why would it have been this Lacha? Why dafka these two cases? Meaning, if you need to be, like if there was some type of Punishment involved. Why dafka these two? Habir bezal derech halacha. You took yisa habir shal derech halacha. So we're going to give an explanation of derech halacha, and that will sweeten also a derech pshat. Why dafka these two things? It was hidden from him. He says has almas halacha mameisha inyan enegel leirat lameisha gam lachol yisrael shemikabel halacha mameisha. He says this idea of meisha not remembering halacha is not something that's just negel to meisha. It's negel to all the yidden because they're because he's their teacher. How, do they, how will the Yidin know the Halacha? Because they're learning it from Moshe Rabbeinu. Because they don't know at all about this Psaktin until it was taught a second time. And then Moshe Rabbeinu goes and teaches it to the Yidin. 
And the second thing is, even after Moshe Rabbeinu was taught the halacha, we know the halacha, this is a halacha that was taught in which had initial shrikha. And halacha that has shrikha that it was forgotten and then retaught is never as good as halacha that was never forgotten. Ever as the Chazal say, learning something old. Uh, relearning something old, I should say, is, is harder than learning something new. And the give the example is people say making cement, new cement from old cement is very difficult because you have to, breaking up the old cement is much harder than just to start fresh. So the idea is that when you have incorrect, some ideas in your mind and some, like you have basically half a store in your mind, those details which are incorrect could actually make it harder for you to remember the halacha properly as, as if learning it the first time. So why? Would this happen to Moshe Rabbeinu, especially since um, this is something to get to, to the Yidin? Because it's something, it's, it's something to get to the Yidin. So Mekhev and Shekem, this is a very strong taina. Moving, just almost Allah, is a chasar, reminds him of Syria, so Allah, Moshe Rabbeinu, Lo Yisrael. So Abizoy, Moshe Rabbeinu, forgetting the Allah, this is a chasar in, in the Messiah of how Moshe Rabbeinu to the Yidin. So therefore, Hashem couldn't do this type of uh, punishment by any other type of Allah. Because it would have made an issue with the Mitzayah. But in these two stories, Moshe Rabbeinu have it being hidden from Moshe Rabbeinu that would not cause an issue. Why? He says, by receiving it from Moshe Rabbeinu after it was hidden, this would not have made a hefzit in the Kabbalah by these two Allahs. Because if it wasn't hidden, he wouldn't have been able to give it over at all, as we're going to see. Why wouldn't he have been able to give it over at all? Then he says, any tamachacha that teaches the halacha. So if he teaches the halacha before the mice actually happens, then we listen to him. But if the story is already there and says, oh, I have this Kabbalah, I, I, I got from my teacher, this and this, uh, this is the tradition, then we're not going to receive it to him if it's Bishas Maisa. Why not? Pirish Petosis. This means specifically when he's a Negebedavar, right? That he has a vested interest in this item. Then, if he's, he has an interest, then you can't accept it to him, the Shas If he's involved in this case, he has a vested interest, he can't say, oh, I, I received the halacha from my teacher, you know, that this is the halacha, because we can't trust him because he has a vested interest. But if he said it much earlier on, before the whole story happened, then obviously there's no vested interest. So why in these two cases Moshe Rabbeinu have a vested interest? In these two stories, Moshe was in a gebedar. But my zimri pierced Rashi. Rashi explained in the last week's parsha that Moshe they, they said to Moshe, is, is, "Is this girl? She also she's mutaris." And if you say that she's a surah, then Bas uh, Yisra, your wife, Bas Yisra, how, how is it mutter for her? She also doesn't come from a Jewish family. So, but the Vreim Elu Asun Negeibadav Menida. So, Moshe Ben all of a sudden is Negeibadav. Because it has to do, because his wife, his marriage, is involved in this particular court case. Therefore, it could be that he would not be allowed to give the Psag Din of Kanayim Paigenbay. Moshe 
when the Banu Slavka, they said in the middle of their Taina that our father died because he was one of the Mapilim, according to one of the Prushim and Rashi. And the point was, he wasn't part of the Adas Kairach. So why did he have to say that they weren't part of the Adas Kairach? Because it's understood Kairach and his Ada were fighting against Moshe. So since she needed to say that he wasn't part of the Adas Kairach, she's in other words trying to tell him he's one of your supporters. So saying that Moshe Rabbeinu, oh, he's one of the, your supporters and he's not someone that fights against you, all of a sudden you made a Moshe Negev Adavar because now, you know, it's one of his supporters that he's having, uh, the, the daughters of one of his supporters. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu will not be able to say, oh, in this, in this particular situation, that the Benoist Slavchad would be able to keep uh, the, uh, would be able to inherit the land. And now, since this Amos Allah in the story of Zimri and also by Tainus is not going to affect and it's not going to cause any hefzid in the Kabbalah Salachas Elu, um, because even if it wasn't hidden from Moshe Rabbeinu, he, he wouldn't have been able to say what the Kabbalah was. He couldn't say, oh, I received this tradition from Shem, because he was a Nogei B'davar. Therefore, Hashem had to, therefore, since Hashem needed to have this Salachas Salacha from Moshe Rabbeinu, therefore he picked up these two Alachas in order that there should not be a hefzid. Um, so when he gave it to Maise Zimri, what happened? Papel Pinchas remembered. And when he gave it what happened? He wasn't coming up with a, 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 a. He wasn't coming up with his own answer. What happened is he went to Hashem, and Hashem told him clearly what the halacha is. So it wasn't a negei bedaver because it wasn't him remembering something in the past or him trying to figure out the halacha based on yud gimel midas. Rather, it was based on Hashem telling him clearly what the halacha is. So in such a situation, we're not choshesh that he's gonna change the words of Hashem. That, that far we're not doing. The more the Indian is, uh, is that um, as we, if you want to see more ideas, look in R35, where, why we, you know, let's read it inside. R35. That actually, you heard it from Hashem, he was believed. Why? Why? One answer is, some explain that the reason why that's we're not choshes that he's being a shocker, except for in a case where he says, Dami, it appears to me. But since Hashem told Moshe being the fairish what the Allah is, that, uh, uh, that suffolk left. It wasn't an Indian of the Dami, I think. It was clear. We knew what the Allah was. Base. Second of all, everybody says that if it's a something that which eventually will become uh, revealed and everybody will know if the Tamachachim was saying the truth or he was lying, we believe him. So over here it also would have been Lugluya because Moshe Rabbeinu would have had to have written in the Torah. When you write in the Torah what the Lacha is, they would have seen was it the Lacha that Hashem gave him or not. Three, a third thing is because over here was a, another issue that was involved. So the halacha is that when we don't believe the tamachacham, if the halacha is only been negated to that inyan when she's on a negative But if in the psaktin that he's giving, there's also other dinim which are relevant, then we would believe him. So we hear the part that was relevant, that was in a negative because it was it was because it was salafcha. 
But since he had to give other lachas, like in a situation where there's no daughter, right? That's how he goes through the whole lachas, when there's no son, but there's a daughter. Let's say there's no daughters, and what happens then? He goes through the whole story. So all these additional lachas have nothing to do uh, with the B'nai Slavchad and Slavchad. And therefore, since he was, you trust him basically for that part of it, we also trust him for uh, the Gansa Indian.